Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Roto Grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports. The Morning Grind, Stevie TPFL and Company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's DFS slate. Without further ado, here's your host, Stephen Young. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto Grinders Morning Grind podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's June. It's the 21st of June. It's 2017. It's a Wednesday, which means it's travel day. So we got a you know split slate here, 11 games in the late slate, the main slate, and four games in the early slate. As always on Wednesday, my co-host, Notorious. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing uh, pretty good. I'm kind of excited. Uh, before the show, you mentioned you want to play more PGA, so uh, I'm wearing off on you a little bit. Yeah, man. Well, you, you nailed it. Like you talked about um, Fowler, you know, as your top play, you know, on Wednesday's podcast last week. So I'm going to I'm going to have to like dig back into the notorious brain and, you know, get your, um, you know, your top pick again this week. Let's do it. All right. Well, we'll talk about that when we get done. Um, speaking of golf, speaking of anything, um, golf. Football now and baseball. Make sure you guys head on over there. Check out our sponsor, PlayDraft.com. It's PlayDraft.com backslash grinders for a 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. So take advantage of that. You know, it's awesome. Um, I have a head-to-head going right now, uh, Derek, in, in a baseball head-to-head. Mm-hmm. And it's 76 to 77. All my hitters have hit home runs and all of his hitters have hit home runs. Oh, man. So it comes down to I'll get the Chris Sale win and then it all depends on McCarthy. So I, I, I look good here, but man, that's just crazy. Like all the guys that we had in this in this head to head hit home runs. So it's just it's a fun app. If you guys haven't checked it out, it's just a different way to play fantasy and you don't get the overlap that you get in um, you know, salary cap formats. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, let's, let's talk some baseball. We're going to start with the early slate, and we get started with Washington at Miami and the top pitcher on the slate, Max Scherzer. Uh, what are we doing here? Uh, so, yeah, so we're not covering the morning games? Oh, that is the morning game. That is the morning game. <laughs> not bad. It wasn't the first on my – okay. Okay, got it. Okay, Scherzer. Yeah, definitely <laughs> top pitcher in the slate. Uh, yeah, it gets a nice, uh, you know, friendly ballpark for pitchers in Marlins Park. Uh, he's basically just been a little bit better than uh, Clayton Kershaw as far as the numbers go. I still think Kershaw's a better pitcher, but uh, you can't argue with uh, Scherzer. He's a fly ball guy, so definitely give him a boost in this ballpark. And uh, yeah, as long as he can uh, stay away from Justin Bohr, I think he's going to be fine. Christian Yelich too. Yelich has hit him well in the past. Um, uh, seven for eighteen, two home runs, a triple, and a double. Only three strikeouts and eighteen at bats against him. So. Um, you know, the BVP isn't great here for Scherzer, but you know, sometimes you just have to overlook it because, you know, it's just, he's the best pitcher on the slates, um, yep. morning or late slate. He's the best pitcher on the slate. So yeah, just like last night with sell, he had yeah, bad you just, BVP. You got to play him, you know, at the end of the day, yep. you just have to play these guys. You know, you talked about Scherzer being a better pitcher, slightly better pitcher numbers wise than Kershaw this season. And you got to kind of Throw Sale in there too. Like these these two big strikeout guys, Sale and Scherzer, just you know eating up baseball teams this season. Yeah, they've been fun to watch, and uh, good for fantasy. Yeah, man, for sure. We got Dan Straley on the other side here. He doesn't really pique my interest. Um, really high hard contact to righties this season. I think that's something that we could take advantage of in this lineup with um, you know some really power right handed bats. Yeah, for sure. It's just hard targeting pitchers against the Nationals. Uh, they just really string together hits and then uh, make pitchers pay for it. So, I mean, I do like his strikeout rate. It's up to 25% this season, but I'm going to wait for a better matchup. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's talk here, Bats. It's a four-game early slate. This has the lowest total. I think it has the lowest total because Scherzer's pitching in this game. Um, what are we kind of doing here as far as the Nationals' Bats go? So you mentioned the right-handers. Yeah, 36% hard contact rate since the start of last season uh, to righties for Straley. So you can look at 
Turner, Zimmerman, Rendon. Uh, if you look at the BVP, Zimmerman, Rendon, and uh, Weeders have all homered off him in the past in pretty small samples. And then uh, I would obviously like the lefties too, Bryce Harper, Daniel Murphy. So, yeah, I mean, you can stack them up if you want. Um, it's not the best ballpark, but they have a pretty high implied total. Yeah. Uh, Michael Taylor, too, that little sneaky outfielder that nobody plays because he hits eighth, has um, not only been hitting the ball a little bit better, he's he runs, too. So he's oh. a guy that can pick up stolen bases. So, you know, I don't mind a little wraparound stack with, you know, Weeders, Taylor, uh, Turner, or Rendon, Weeders, Taylor, Turner. So, Got to be different. It's a four-game slate. When you're playing tournaments, you got to be different. Um, as far as the Marlins go, I, I don't see myself playing any of these guys outside of it's a four-game slate. They're going to be low-owned, and I might run out one stack just because. Yeah, I, mean, I probably wouldn't stack. Maybe Bohr or Yelich if you uh, want to fade. If you want to fade Scherzer in a tournament or something, I don't mind those two, but probably not going to be doing that myself. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you. Cincinnati at Tampa. Tim Adelman against Erasmo Ramirez, nine total here. Ramirez, a slight favorite at 137. You know, we look at it, and this is probably the one of better ballparks um, in baseball for pitchers. But the thing is, like, these two teams have actually been really solid. Yeah, for sure. It's uh, surprising. The Reds are ranked, I think, eighth or better against both left and right-handed pitching this season. And the Rays, they got a lot of power in their lineup against uh, righties as well. So, Anytime you see a total of nine in uh, Tampa Bay, you probably want to stay away, away from the pitchers. Yeah, it's just like the Rays are fifth in Team Woba this season against righties. The Reds are seventh. And the Rays lead baseball as a team in ISO against right-handed pitching this season. It's crazy. Yeah, they've been they've been fun to watch. All those lefties, and then uh, you got a couple of good righties in there too. Yeah, the thing is, like, Tim Adelman gives up a little bit of hard contact to righties. Um, he has decent strikeout stuff. Gives up a bunch of home runs to lefties. Um, yeah, I just don't see myself playing either one of these guys. Uh, let's talk Cincinnati bats. Anything standing out to you here against Ramirez? So, I mean, feel like his numbers on the season, they're not terrible in terms of his, uh, you know, high ground ball rate, low walk rate. But he does give up a lot of hard contact, especially to lefties. So, uh, I like Joey Votto and Scotty Schebler. Um, Scooter Jeanette's been pretty good in the two-hole. You can look at him. He's been swinging a hot bat. Um Billy Hamilton's always fine. You just got to get on base. He's just been so bad hitting the ball. But uh, why can't any of these speedy guys hit the ball? Yeah, it's so frustrating. Whatever. Like the Shields, Hamilton, Taylor. <laughs> Somebody just get on base and run. Yeah. Imagine how many stolen bases Hamilton would have if he was batting 300. He's like 30 right now, doesn't he? Didn't he pick mm -hmm. up his 30th stolen base tonight? That's insane. Yeah, yeah I... and he bats like two-something. Yeah, Low like, like like you said, Ramirez giving up a ton of hard contact, and um, I definitely think we can employ a, a Cincinnati stack here. Like you know, Scooter, Votto, Duvall, Shebler, leave off Hamilton, and just he doesn't get on base. Um, you know, that's kind of the approach that I would take here. Yeah, what do you know about this uh, Jesse Winker? Who? Exactly. <laughs> He's I in their projected lineup. Huh? I saw he was in their lineup the other day, but I don't know a lot about him. Yeah, I don't know a lot about him either. Um, uh, it's, Sorry, you, listener. <laughs> no, it's it, you know it's just one of those things. I, I try to do the best I can to keep up with yeah. top prospects and stuff, and he's just not a guy that I've heard of. Yeah, same here. Um, looking at the the flip side here, Tampa. Anything standing out to you against Adelman? So, yeah, he is a reverse splits guy, but I still like the lefties here. Um, I always like Malik Smith. He's actually been hitting the ball pretty good, and he's another one of those speedy guys that if he gets on base, he's going to try to steal second. Um, Dickerson, Morrison, and Longoria. Uh, and even Steven Souza, who's a reverse splits hitter against a re reverse splits pitcher, kind of like that. Yeah, I think that's actually a, a really good call with Souza. Um, you know, say what anybody wants to say. Uh, Corey Dickerson has been a top five hitter this season. Um, he's healthy. You know, we saw him with the Rockies when he was healthy. He was great. And then he got hurt. And it took him like two seasons to really get healthy again. And we're starting to see this healthy Dickerson. And um, I, I love playing this guy. Yeah, I wish he still played in course. That was fun. Oh, God, could you imagine? You know, Coors, man, we got David Dahl. You know, he's he's going to be getting close to getting back. Yeah, can't wait. We move on. Boston at Kansas City. Drew Pomerantz against Ian Kennedy. Uh, we just saw 
A lefty pitch really well against the Royals. Uh, we have to play two pitchers on this slate. Is Pomerantz a guy we can look at? Yeah, I think we can look at him. Uh, the guys in the Cubs game aren't all that appealing. Um, so, yeah, I think Pomerantz is good SP2. Uh, 26% strikeout rate this season. And like you mentioned, uh, the Ray Royals aren't very good against left-handed pitching. Just uh, had a tough time with Sell. So, yeah, I think you can look at Pomerantz. Um, definitely want to pay up for Scherzer and, you know, sites only have one pitcher. But Pomerantz is probably my favorite SP2 on the slate. Yeah, man, have you seen Scherzer's price on DraftKings? Uh, 14000 Oh, man. Yeah. Um, you got to play him, though. Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm, I'm thinking here, like, you know, to fit in Scherzer in tournaments, you're going to have to sacrifice a lot. There's not two really solid mid-tier pitchers. So maybe today you're, like, potentially looking at a Scherzer, like, Tim Adelman stack. Yeah, or Eddie Butler. Well, I just doesn't you know Adelman just has more strikeout upside, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, Butler's awful, but yeah, it's just like you know you're playing the guy with the upside in tournaments. Like we dismiss Adelman really fast there, and you know for good reason. Tampa's been solid, but they do strike out a bunch. So I don't think it's the worst idea at fifty six hundred to plug in him and Scherzer and get the bats you want. Yeah, it's going to be tough to fit. Uh... Scherzer and Pomeranz, so yeah, it leaves yeah. you thirty four hundred dollars a player. Um, you know, you could punt catcher. It's going to be day games after night games, so you could potentially get a catcher that's two K, which definitely will help you out a little bit. But you know, Tucker Barnhart or um, Stuart Turner or somebody, you know, for the Reds, and just you know, then then you're almost enough. But it's going to be interesting to see how lineup construction works. I agree with you, Drew Pomerantz. Um, definitely the SP two that you want to be safe. Um, in cash games, like, you know, you here, you know, cash game wise, you almost have to just try to make it work, right? Yeah, if you can. I mean, there's been a lot of cheap, you know, value plays on DraftKings that don't really make sense price wise. And if that's the case again here, uh, I think you just try to fit those two for cash. And you should have the lineups, you know, with 12 o'clock and two o'clock games, you should have pretty much all the lineups. So um, I'm guessing no interest in Ian Kennedy here. No, not really. Um, Red Sox offense hasn't been great, but they did score eight runs tonight or last night against uh, against the Royals. So, yeah, he's just been really bad this season. Uh, higher walk rate, ton of hard contact. We know he's a fly ball pitcher that struggles with home runs. So, just more downside than upside, I think. Yeah, it's just just like you know, you look at it and it's just like they're they're scoring runs, they're just not hitting home runs. So it's it, it makes it tough to play the Red Sox right now because they're all priced up and it's just. You want to pick on a guy like Ian Kennedy, but I just – I don't know. I don't see a lot. You know, it'd be the lefties. He's given up a ton of hard contact to lefties this season, so I'd want the Red Sox lefties in this spot. Yeah, not great against righties either. So, I mean, I like both the first baseman, Moreland and Hanley Ramirez. Uh, they're both 3,500 on DraftKings, which is really cheap. I think you play either of them. Um, the rest of them are priced up, like you mentioned. It's a bad ballpark, but I do expect them to score some runs here. Um, anybody from the Royals that you like? Uh, Lorenzo Cain's been uh, really good against lefties. Uh, Bonifacio, a lot better in, in terms of his uh, expected weighted on base average. Uh, it's about a hundred percentage points difference. Um, and he does have forty-one percent hard contact rate against lefties. So he's only thirty-one hundred on DraftKings. I like that, and that's about it. You know, it wouldn't shock me if a guy like Mustakas hits a home run here, like <laughs> Just like last night. Yeah, like he he's a guy that has always you know shown power against lefties, and you know we know Pomerantz continues to struggle with a strikeout pitch against lefties. So I wouldn't be shocked if like Mustakas goes yard here. Yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't be either. All right, Cubs game wind doesn't look like it's going to be an issue here. We got Miguel Diaz against Eddie Butler. Yes, these two guys are major league pitchers. <laughs> Is there anything worse than when the wind's blowing out in Wrigley and like these three, four game slates? Like, I'm really every, glad it's not. Like you just stack both teams and then everybody has the same line. It's just, I hate it. Well, you know, game theory wise, I guess it's not the worst thing in the world, right? And you yeah. Stack outside of it and hope that, you know, it stays like four to five or something. Yeah, true. But for um, cash games, it's it's terrible. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, we like look one, at one versus one bunch of lineups. <laughs> we look at Diaz. Um, nothing really impressive for this young kid. Um, 
So the crazy thing is he's only had like he hasn't played double A or triple A. He just went straight from single A to the majors. Which is so weird sometimes, but yeah. Um what he was drafted two years ago. He's twenty two years old. Um I don't even know if he, it doesn't even look like he was drafted. He must be one of those guys that was um from overseas or someone. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know a lot about him. Um I mean he had a good strikeout rate in below single A. <laughs> yeah, his swing and strike rate stuff was good. Um, but you know, we don't have a lot to go off. It's single A. Like Yeah. It was with yeah. the Brewers too. I don't know. I'm looking at his advanced stats here. He's not a seven ERA guy, more around a five, but I don't think you can play him here. Yeah, got a good fastball. Can you say Chris Bryant hits fastball as well? Chris Bryant does hit fastball as well. There we go. Um, <laughs> this is the first time this year, Derek. <laughs> that wasn't me. Why is oh, your yeah. phone? Turn your phone off, Stevie. Yeah, it was, it was definitely mine. Um, uh, Eddie Butler on the flip side here, really low strikeout guy. Um, you know, I actually think some of these Padres guys are interesting here. Yeah, you can either uh, say that the Padres are going to strike out less or that uh, Eddie Butler's strikeout rate is going to go up. Um, I'm going to go with this Padres <laughs> are going to hit him and his strikeout rate's not going to go anywhere. Like his yeah. career, his career high swinging strike rate is 7.6%. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walk rate of twelve percent this season. I haven't played him yet. I've seen uh, I've seen a few people play him actually, but uh, yeah, I'm not going to be playing him here. I think he'll actually get some ownership here because he's facing the Padres. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like for if you're not playing Pomerant and you want to, you know, spend up on some of these bats, you're either going to have to take him or one of the pitchers from the Rays game. I think I would take Diaz before I would take Butler in this game. Yeah. I mean, he's an unknown. You never know. Yeah, it's just more, you know, tournament thinking. Like, Butler is going to be somewhat owned here just because he's facing the Padres. And, like, the Cubs haven't been anything special this year. Yeah, they've been so bad against Ryan pitching. It's kind of crazy. As Charles Barkley would say, terrible. 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 Um, All right, let's talk some bats here. Um, You know, we look at the Padres, and I think, like, the two, three, four, I guess – you know, the man, the one through five actually is interesting here for the Padres. Yeah, I agree. Uh, probably the one through four for me. Renfro is not great against righties. Uh, does have a high ISO though, so I guess you could throw him in there. Um, maybe on Fanduel, he's only twenty eight hundred, uh, or Fantasy Draft seventy eight hundred. But yeah, I like the one for, through four here for sure. Frenchie's still cheap over on Fanduel. Twenty seven on FanDuel, thirty three on DraftKings, sixty four on Fantasy Draft. So there's your there's your value guy. That, cheap. Yeah, if you're playing if you're playing Scherzer on the slate, you're playing him with Pomerantz or something, you look at a guy like Frenchie batting second on the road, you know, you know you're gonna pretty much get four at bats with a possible fifth at bat. I like that a lot. <laughs> That's such a good name too. Yeah. What an awesome name. Like if I have another kid, Frenchie. All right. Um, I'm sure your wife will definitely allow that. Um, <laughs> we look at the Cubs here. Frenchie Farnsworth? Um, that sounds great. <laughs> that actually does sound great. Um, what did you do with Frenchie yesterday? Well. <laughs> um, if, he a, if he hits a home run in this game, I'm naming my kid Frenchie. <laughs> oh, man. Um, we look at the Cubs here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, what do you like here for the Chicago? So the sample on Diaz is really small. Uh, he's had like 20 appearances out of the bullpen and then two starts, but pretty uh, neutral splits, a little bit more hard contact to righties. So as we mentioned, Chris Bryant in a really good spot. Uh, Anthony Rizzo been really good in that leadoff spot. I like him. Ian Happ also been swinging a hot bat. Uh, yeah, those are probably my top three plays. Maybe Schwarber if he's up in the you know five hole or something. I'm going to tell you right now, it's going to be if you're playing Scherzer and you're trying to play in Pomerantz, you're definitely not going to be able to work in Rizzo and Bryant. I just did it just for shits and giggles. Yeah, but, really, none, really none of the Cubs. Yeah, they're all pretty um, pricey. Kind of have to see um, if Hayward's back. Didn't he sit today? Isn't he dealing with? Um... Yeah, he's dealing with a hand injury. So we'll have to kind of see if he's in there or not. Um, Almora, I think, got the start today. 
So you have to pay attention to that. I played yes. I know I did yesterday for sure. Yeah, because it could potentially be a nice little value play depending on where he hits. But because they got John Jay too, I guess it just all depends on who draws the start here. But I think today they started Montero and Contreras. I don't know which one played. What? Yeah, they they both started. Yeah, I saw that too. I I just. I don't know. All right, let's move on to the main slate. Let's talk. Let's move on. Oh, man. Yeah. Anyway, St. Louis at Philadelphia. Michael Waka against Nicholas Pavetta. Um, nine and a half total here. Waka a favorite at 130. I love Waka chalk days. It's like it's like my favorite thing in the world, and I know he's going to be popular here. You think? Oh, yeah. He's, he's so – like, this guy is like the most rostered guy in DFS that just sucks. <laughs> He's always cheap. <laughs> oh, and like Sonny Gray. Him and Sonny Gray. I can't believe yeah. people played Sonny Gray last night. Everyone, yeah, it's got sucked in by his good velocity in the early part of the season. But he just hasn't been that good lately. And uh, we don't play pitchers in this ballpark very often. No. His walk rate is up. His swinging strike rate is under 10%. He's not giving up a bunch of hard contact. That's the only thing that Waka has going for him. Like, yeah, yeah, everything else is just around average. And I don't see him being chalked though. There's a lot of good pitchers. I don't know. Um, I hope so. I hope he gets like anything over like 15. percent I'm happy. Yeah, I'd love that. Just because I just can't stand him. I'm so glad <laughs> I don't do rankings like on you know I just do rankings on Tuesdays because like anytime I see Waka and I see him ranked, I just like puke. <laughs> I'm just um, gonna rank him number one on Tuesdays. Even if he's not pitching. <laughs> Nicholas Pavetta on the other side here. Uh, coming off a surprisingly really good start against the Red Sox. Um, you know, you look at the stats, and I think that was just kind of an outlier. Yeah, I think so too. Um, I mean, he's shown some good strikeout upside in the minors. Um, at least at the AAA level in his five starts this season. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's, he doesn't have great command, so that's always a concern. And uh, Cardinals, bats are slowly picking it up, at least Carpenter and Fowler. They um, – man, I stacked the I stacked the Cardinals on a couple teams tonight, and, like, it was the most tilting thing to watch that game. <laughs> I turn it off, play some Rocket League, and Tell they scored, what, like, six <laughs> or seven runs in the 11th inning. Yeah, that was great. Carpenter got up twice, scored, or I think he, he scored got points on the first in both in the match. Yeah. yeah, doubled in a run on the second one. I was like, yes, there it is. Um, you know, it just it got that team in potentially like just to be able to min cash, and sometimes you know you just want your money back. Hey, that's a good night for me. Morgan. Um, you know, we look at it. Uh, all right, let's talk Cardinals bats. We we kind of just you know we're, we're alluding to you know Carpenter. Fowler, Jed Jerko just continues to be really good against righties. I think he's interesting here as well. Yeah, seven starts is a really small sample, but a 392 X Woba and a 40% hard contact rate for Pavetta against righties. So, yeah, love Jerko here. Uh, Piscotty's been swinging a hot bat. Uh, obviously, like Carpenter and Fowler. And then uh, Diaz has been picking it up a little bit lately. The thing about Pavetta, I was I, I dug into his stats last time. You know, he throws a four seam and a two seam fastball about sixty two percent of the time, and then he throws a slider, and he's just he doesn't have a really a, a solid third fourth pitch. So, right handed bats are just being able to sit on the fastball, and his ex woba against his fastball this season is five oh seven. So. 436 ISO against his fastball against righties. So that's where a lot of that hard contact is coming from. All right. There you go. Um, man, I don't like Waka here. I want to pick on him. It's just Philly bats are just so frustrating because you, you never know who's going to have that good game. Yeah, I don't think we need to in an 11-game slate. Probably just one of those situations. You hope he gets uh, knocked around a little bit if he's going to be popular, but I don't really think I want to take anybody. Maybe a double Herrera. He's only uh, 2,700 on FanDuel, 3,100 on DraftKings. There you go. Moving on, Angels at New York, taking on the Yankees. Ricky Nolasco against Jordan Montgomery. Ten and a half total on the slate. Montgomery, a massive favorite here at 170. Um, we know the Angels don't strike out a lot. You know, we talk about it all the time. They don't strike out. They don't strike out. They don't strike out. But we look at it, and against lefties, this team just doesn't have a lot. And, you know, the strikeout rate is still low, but geez. 
I, I just I, I don't know what to do here with Montgomery. Yeah, I like him quite a bit. Uh, like you mentioned, not a huge strikeout upside in this matchup, but uh, Angels are ranked 22nd uh, in team weight on base average against lefties, and they average the fifth fewest uh, pitches per plate appearance. So I mean, this is a game where he could get a lot of quick outs. Um, and yeah, I mean, the Angels just don't scare me. Uh, even look at Pineda last time he got off to a slow start and so ended up, you know, salvaging that outing. Um, I think it's a good spot for him. I think he's going to get run support. Probably more of a cash game play, but uh, he certainly can't hurt you at 7,900 in tournaments. Yeah, uh, I just was pulling it up really quick. The only the only person is, you know, Escobar and Malinato are the only two guys with um, Woba's over 350 against lefties on this team. So, yeah. And Maldonado's been striking out a ton, so hopefully he's in the lineup. Yeah, he's like a 25% K rate, and Bob Buena has like a 33% K rate. So we get some strikeout upside here. It's just going to have to kind of get around Escobar, and Simmons just you know beats people to death with you know a strikeout rate <laughs> under 10%. Yeah, and he takes like 12 pitches per at-bat. Yeah, he's, just, he's really frustrating. Um, but yeah, I think Montgomery's in play. Um, there's some pitchers that I like on this slate, but I, I think Montgomery's in play. So you're not saying to play Nolasco? No, no. <laughs> I, I'm guessing you're on, on board with a guy that, man, like we have we have a, a Texas game with an 11 total. We have a Twins game with a 10 total. We have a Rockies game with a 12 total. Please let the Yankees go overlooked here. Yes. You know, we get a we get an Alaska guy that just he throws a ton of strikes and he has a 43% hard contact against righties. And a 36% hard contact against lefties. It's just, this is such a great Yankee spot. Yeah, I agree. I really hope they get overlooked. I'm going to have some stacks. Uh, and he's a fly ball pitcher, which is even better in this ballpark. Yeah. Man, like the Yankee stack didn't do great tonight. Um, out, But Judge, you know, Sanchez, they just keep hitting home runs. So, like, they didn't necessarily get there, but they didn't kill you either tonight, you know, with a couple home runs from the big bats. So, I'm going right back to the well with the Yankees here. Like, I couldn't think of a better matchup. Yeah, I think so, too. I usually only play, you know, three or four lineups per site and limit my uh, exposure to one stack uh, per site. But I might make, you know, two or three Yankee stacks tomorrow. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I don't see any Angels bats that I like here. I'll pass. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually pretty high on Montgomery, so I'm going to pass, too. The only guy that I would play is, you know, like we talked about Molinado. He's striking out a bunch, but, you know, he does have a lot of ISO against lefties. He's you know, punt catcher, but. Maben's price has come down. Remember when he was like five grand? <laughs> it's like Irvin Santana. Anytime you see him over 10K, you just oh chuckle. Gosh. Oh, he finally had a bad outing. Finally. finally, he's given up seven earned runs in like three of his last four starts. Well, good. I, I tell everybody to fade him every day in the grind down, and then I just get a bunch of crap. Well, let those people keep giving you crap. I've been telling people to fade Santana for a month and a half. Dude, Maven's been red hot. Yeah. Jeez. I just, I still don't know if I can go there. Like, I guess he's not the worst player in the world. Yeah. 3,800 on the road. Yeah. Cleveland, Baltimore, nine and a half total. Carlos Carrasco against Kevin Gossman. Um, Carrasco, a favorite here at 157. Can we play him against the red hot Orioles offense? I don't know. I didn't play uh, Kluber the other night. Half of it was because of weather. Half of it was because of matchup. And, uh, yeah, it ended up costing me quite a bit. So, yeah, I mean, I think you can look at him. Uh, boomer bust matchup, definitely more of a tournament play than a cash game option. Uh, but we know the Orioles can't strike out at a high rate. And, yeah, Carrasco, you know, pretty good against uh, lefties and righties. Does give up a lot of hard contact to lefties, but that's kind of good for this matchup. So, yeah, I think he's interesting. Um, yeah, you look at the slate and you're like, all right, who can give me 30 You know, in tournaments? Who can give me 30? And I think he's one of those guys you have to have on that list. But I think he could also get shelled here. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if that happens either. Yep, definitely boomer bust play. He's better at home too, isn't he? Like throughout the last few years, he's been better at home. I, I was thinking he was better on the road. You might be right. Um, Let me look it up. One of I think one of those like Kluber or him, 
Yeah, one of them. I think it's Crasco is better on the road. But yeah, I'll... he is better on the road. There you go. There you go. So there you go. Even more reason to look at him here. Um, Gossman, no. Pass. Pass. Oh, last, last three seasons, he's been a lot better on the road. Uh, yeah, Gossman, no thanks. Like this guy, like you know, potentially thought he could um, come in the season and be a decent pitcher, and he's just he's what's soft. happened? What's happened to him? I, I don't know. Um, let's see, really quick. Um, so let's see. Against lefties, he's thrown his fastball sixty-five percent of the time against lefties. Four hundred nine x woba there. 6% swing and strike rate, which is not terrible. Um, and then righties, like, 67% fastball. He His fastball is just getting smashed. That's the problem. Um, you know, against righties, his, his slider is getting smashed. Um, it's just his secondary pitches aren't generating any swing and strikes, or um, and they're just getting shelled. He's just, man, he's, he sucks. <laughs> like, like you just look at it, and it's just like, you know, I'm just like, Looking at these stats, and I'm like, <laughs> he is awful. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, the Indians. Cleveland you stack definitely. Important. Yeah, you don't want to mess with the Indians right now. They've been uh, they've been swinging the bat well in this ballpark. Yeah, you got to go right back to the well. Uh, E5. This is a great spot for E5. Um, hard throwing righty that gives up a ton of, or throws a ton of fastballs. It's a great spot for Edwin. Is he going to hold up the parrot? I, hey, I liked him yesterday. Um, he was one of my favorite plays, and um, he definitely held it up. Yeah, Chisenhall's been swinging a hot bat. Jose Ramirez has been red hot, too. Hey, you can play one through six here. Yep. Um, and then on the Baltimore side, I, the only, like, is Machado still ridiculously cheap? 3700 Yeah, like, you can price and force there. It's a tough match against Carrasco, but, like, that price is a spot where I'm okay with just playing a, a good hitter there. Yeah, decent one-off target uh, if you're not playing Crasco. Yep. All right, we move on. Oh, San Francisco at Atlanta. Just Samarja against Sean Newcomb. Um, nine total in this game. Samarja's slight favorite at 128. I hate playing pitchers in this ballpark. Um, any interest in Shark? A little bit, a little bit. If you look at his advanced stats, uh, 3.19 Sierra, which is awesome, 28% strikeout rate, 3% walk rate, uh, limited hard contact, and, uh, yeah, been really good against lefties too. So I actually like him quite a bit. I usually don't play pitchers here, but uh, I'm going to play a little bit of him at 9,400 on DraftKings. Man, yeah, he's had two tough matchups too, like – all right, yeah, I guess he he faced he went into cores and then he had to face Minnesota, which has been Minnesota's been one of the better teams over the last um, month or so. So two tough matchups. Um, could get really back on track here. Like, I hate playing pitchers here, but like you just look at it and like, yeah, I think he's firmly in play at ninety four hundred. Yeah, if you look at the bottom of the Braves lineup, uh, Kemp, Adams, Flowers, Ruiz, Swanson. And you don't the, talk bad about Swanson. And obviously the pitcher, they all have at least a 24% strikeout rate against righties. So, Don't talk bad about Swanson. Just say he's got a high strikeout rate. He's better. He's good against lefties. Swanson's going to be one of our next superstars in baseball. Well, what's, what's his deal right now? He's batting eighth on a terrible offense. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a bad thought. <laughs> it's not a good thing. <laughs> he should be batting higher if he's that good. Uh, I, I think Swanson actually is going to be really good. I think he's just young. Um, you know, we look at Newcomb, you know, highly talented prospect. Um, any interest here against the Giants? Uh, not, I don't know. They don't really strike out. So, And their offense is finally healthy. I mean, they got Nunez, Pence, uh, Crawford back. I'm just not too interested in them. And Slater's been pretty good. I'm just I'm their lineup little... actually looks decent now. Yeah, they're second in team, second lowest team Woba and lowest ISO. I'm kind of just using plate IQ really quick to kind of get an idea of what we're looking at projected starters. Like if they if they roll out this projected started lineup where it's Span, Panic, Crawford, Belt, we get four lefties here, and then we get the bottom like Slater and Tomlinson. Like 
Yeah, I, I think that you could potentially play Newcomb here if we're going to get, you know, only have to worry about Posey and Pence. Yeah, I'm sure Nunez will play. Uh, they got Aaron Hill. I think he's back now. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't hate it for 6,500. I don't either. I think 6,500. I think he's in play. Um, I, I need to dig into it more. I need to dig into it more. I'll have to look into that more. Um, is there any bats in this game? Just like overall bats in this game? Maybe Posey as a one-off, but I just don't see a lot here. Yeah, that's pretty much it for me. Matt uh, Adams is a one-off too. God, he's just been <laughs> he's been awesome. Yeah, it's just like I I, I feel bad at, because I don't want to pick on Samarja, but man, Matt Adams has just been smoking the ball. Has he faced uh, the Cardinals yet? Who? Um, Matt Adams. I don't remember if he has. Oh, Adams has massive BVP too. He's batting five forty-five off the shark. All right, talk me into it. One off. Yeah, I think he's actually a really good one off here. Um, I miss the days when he was like three thousand though. Those those days were awesome because nobody was playing him and he was hitting home runs. Anyway, let's move on. Toronto at Texas. Uh, Joseph Big Big Bignani. I don't know. CJ told me a way to say it last time, and then like everybody told me it was Bigini. So whatever. <laughs> Bigini, I think, is actually how it's pronounced. So I'm just gonna roll with that against Tyson Ross. Eleven total, hot in Texas. Massive team totals. I'm guessing we're not playing the pitchers here. Nope, not playing the pitchers. I did play him uh, in his last start against the White Sox at home, though. That was nice. Who's that? Biagini. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was nice. Uh-huh. Minus 15. Yeah, it was, it was just peachy. <laughs> Felt real good. Um, that was, my night was over by 10 minutes after lock. Yeah, I was right there with you. Um, that slate sucked for pitching, so it was, you know. Dude, anyway. Tyson Ross, we, we brought him up like three months ago and said, where is this guy? So he pitched five and two thirds in that game, um, coming back from injury here. And it's one game, but he had zero, zero soft contact in five and two thirds innings. <laughs> that's, that's not good. Uh, how I many know, pitches did he 43 Babbitt. 143 Babbitt. Dude, that's Urban Santana the whole season, pretty much. Oh, I, I wrote it up in my article today. Like Santana's is like, what, 170? Yeah. Kershaw's best season is like two forty something, two fifty something. I don't remember what I wrote. It's yeah. just like you want to talk about regression. The best pitcher in baseball, 80, 80 points higher in his best season. Like it's just not going to happen. Yeah, but back to Ross. Uh, I liked him when he was in San Diego. You know, he's a guy that could rack up the strikeouts, but I don't think you can play him in Texas. He threw ninety five pitches, so you know you kind of have to kind of expect a full start, but like. I just go back to, you know, before he got hurt last season, you know, he didn't look – I guess he only pitched one game before he got hurt last year. Triple yeah. A, his number, his swing and strike rate was really low in Triple A coming back. It's just a pitcher coming back from injury. I just – I'm going to have to see, like, good numbers for, like, four or five starts before I would even even consider playing him. Yeah, doesn't hurt to take away and see approach. Um, I think both these teams are in play. You know, we get – uh, a Blue Jays team on the road in Texas, hot, nice little um, temperature here. Donaldson, Baptista, Morales, Smoke. Um, you know, the the heart of the order, I think, is in play for the Blue Jays. Yeah, Ross has historically struggled uh, against lefties, so definitely like Morales and Smoke. Uh, and then Donaldson, Baptista. Man, Baptista, I can never get him right. I don't know why. He's just that one guy for me in baseball. I just. I think it's the Blue Jays in general. Like, I played him tonight, and... I thought about him last night and then he homered and then I played him tonight. Obviously, that didn't work. Yeah, and then it's just like, all right, I'm gonna play smoke today. And Morales it's home run. I'm gonna play Morales today and smoke it's a home run. Oh, Donaldson's in a great spot. He 0 for four. And Donaldson's in a tough spot today, two for four with two home runs. Like the Morales, team. Morales, smoke, and Hanley and uh Moreland are tough. You know how always you fix the same that. guys. <laughs> what you know how you fix that? Just play you, one. You, you play arcade mode and play all four of them together, or you just only play one ever, <laughs> and then you got to be right sometimes. Well, smoke, smoke has a quiet uh, twenty home run season going right now. Like, nobody's ever talking about this guy. And he has twenty home runs. Yeah, 
Nobody um, plays Morales against righties because his uh, weight on base average is low, but his expected what was almost 400. I love Morales. He would have hit so many home runs last year if he didn't play in Kansas City. Um, Rangers here, Mazzara, Beltre, o- Odor. Carlos Gomez has just come back, and Yasmani Grandal, my dude, I love you. Um, <laughs> Carlos, Go- Car- Yeah, he just hit a home run. Carlos Gomez has come back, and he's just smashing the baseball. Yeah, uh, the problem here is, you know, Biagini, whatever you pronounce it, has 53% ground ball rate against righties, 57% ground ball rate against lefties. And, yeah, the Rangers are just one of those teams that, you know, they're great as a whole, but I just never really find any individual hitters that I love. So, yeah. I mean, for me, it's more of a stack or stay away, I think. There you go. Uh, Joey Gallo is always that one-off guy that you could play that – has that double double home run upside. Anyway, we move on. Pittsburgh at Milwaukee. Trevor Williams against Junior Herrera. Uh, nine and a half total here. Games in Milwaukee. I don't see a reason to touch either one of these pitchers. Yeah. Uh, don't really like targeting pitchers in uh, Miller Park. Yeah, Trevor Williams has been bad. Guerra's been bad, too. And he's got a low ERA, but don't expect that to last. He's got a 5.79 Sierra, 13% walk rate. Never again. I played this guy last start. It was a decent spot for him. Never again. <laughs> like, yeah, his, his advanced stats look really bad. Yeah, it was just like it was a spot that he had like he had like six or seven righties he was facing. The lefties didn't really scare me that much. And, like, we look at his hard to soft contact ratio against righties, and I just – I just think it's going to massively regress. I don't think it's going to stay, you know, minus 4%. Yeah, I agree. So, all right, let's talk bats in this game. I think this game kind of flies under the radar with all these other games. And, you know, it is one of the better hitters ballparks in, you know, baseball. Yeah, I think it's definitely a good spot. Nine and a half over under. Uh, in terms of the Pirates, I mean, Polanco's been swinging a hot bat. Uh, last few games, he's only 3,600 on DraftKings. Uh, Frazier would be fine if he was a little bit cheaper, but 4,500 is probably too much. And uh, yeah, Andrew McCutcheon has uh, swing the bat well, but I usually like him against lefties a little bit more. I think yeah, this more. is gonna, Sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I think the, this game right here is gonna be a good game to get you some one offs, um, to yeah. complete your stacks. Like, I don't see myself stacking either one of these teams, but like Polanco, I don't actually hate McCutcheon. He's just been, I love hot streaks and he's hot. So he's been awesome. You know, and then on the Brewer side, like I love Thames and Shaw. Thames just looks terrible at the, ball, at the plate right now. So now I'm, Dude, you're just always overlooking my boy. Hey, I played him. I've been playing him a couple of times. He's been, he's been good. I don't hate him. Shortstop's just been weak. So I don't, I don't mind him. And you can he's play him always- at second base too. Yeah. So, yeah, I just don't see a lot in this game. Like, I, I think both of these teams are in play. It's just, it's going to be more of like filling teams. If I have, you know, cap in that range, that that's what I'm going to be kind of looking at. Yeah, I agree. If I was going to stack, I'd probably do a mini stack with the lefties on the Brewers. Um, you know, Manny Pena's been hitting the ball well. If you want to look at him, just Thames, man, holding his bat right now. Like, yeah. he went, he got super hot, and then it's just yeah. like, it's kind of cooled down. And Trevor Williams, by the way, soft contact against lefties, 27%. Hard contact, 23.7. So more soft contact than hard against lefties this season. For it's what definitely it's worth pointing out, yeah. Chicago at Minnesota. David Holmberg against Jose Barreros. 10 total. Jose Barreros, man. This guy, this is what we were expecting last year. This is what, you know, the highly – Touted prospect was, you know, kind of – this is what we expected. This is the guy that, you know, he's kind of figured it out. And I just – the problem is, like, the White Sox were awful to start the season, and this offense is rolling right now. Yeah, they've been really good. Uh, obviously better against lefties, but they've been at least league average against righties over the last six weeks or so. But, I mean, the pitching in this slate isn't great. Uh, we don't really have a standout ace, so I definitely think you can look at Berrios. Um, he's 11-4 on DraftKings, which is a little bit much, but 25% strikeout rate. And, uh, you know, he has some of the best uh, gifs on Twitter. You know, those some of his pitches are just filthy. 
Just dirty. buckle, buckle dirty. people. Guy is dirty. Um, yeah, I think I think he's in play. I think he's risky. I think he's a lot riskier than what people are going to kind of think here. Um, just yeah. because, like, the White Sox offense has been rolling. Yeah, they've been good. I mean, if you look at their lineup, it's not great. I mean, there's not anybody that really scares you outside of Abreu. But yeah, they've been uh, they've been swinging the bat well. So, um, yeah, man, it's just the thing is, like, is he gonna kind of go under own here because, or yeah, under own because like Santana just got blown up in this spot and like probably and the eleven four price tag will probably scare some people away. High total, yeah, ten total. No, yeah, just, not not many people take pictures in a ten total. Yeah, we still look at a, a team that has a twenty three percent strikeout rate with their projected starters. Um, Melky, we know, doesn't strike out. Abreu doesn't strike out, but everybody else over twenty percent. Like, there's some upside here, right? There is upside here. Yeah, for sure. And I think it's the first time he's faced them. I might be wrong about that. No, he's faced them once last year. Matt Davidson has a 320 ISO against right handed pitching this season. Never would have guessed that. He has a 45% strikeout rate. Hit the ball harder, strikeout. <laughs> yeah, his expected woe was pretty low, but yeah, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. He reminds me of Joey Gallo. Hit the ball harder, strikeout. Um, yeah, I don't see myself playing any of the White Sox here on the Minnesota side. It's the same guys that I targeted yesterday against the lefty. You know, it's Dozier, Sano, Grossman, Vargas. Um, Vargas came through with a nice little home run there that was like 2% owned. Yeah, I love those four guys. They were my favorite stack last night. Didn't quite uh, score as many runs as I was hoping. Um, but yeah, I like those four, and I like uh, Escobar, except he's too expensive. If you can find him on, uh, you know, cheaper on one of the other sites uh, i don't mind it yeah holmberg a guy that definitely has some regression coming against righties he has a 253 era against righties with a 544 xfip so almost three runs higher strikeout rates only 15 percent, 37 percent hard contact like 183 babip is not going to last forever so i think that um i think the minnesota stack here is definitely in play and he's a fly ball pitcher yes i love so, the twins at home so no and dozier dozier's gonna bounce back yeah, and Grossman, another guy that's always overlooked. Yeah, I love playing Grossman. 2700 on FanDuel and 3200 on DraftKings. Oh, and if Jimenez catches, that's a nice little punt catcher. Yeah. That Grossman's free. Just play Grossman. All right, we move on. Arizona at Colorado. Walker against Hoffman. 12th total. Hoffman a favor here at 130. I just I, I get so tilted. I know I shouldn't, but I get so tilted when people say Jeff Hoffman's bad. It drives me insane. Like, this guy is a big-time prospect. Like, he's really good. It's just the fact that he has to pitch in course field sucks. Yeah, he was, uh, what, the ninth pick overall in the draft a few years ago? Yeah, uh, 2014 or 2015. Um, yeah. He's been awesome this year. Well, like, this was – he was, like, the key piece of the Tulowitzki trade, and, like, people just want to write him off. Like, you know, the Blue Jays drafted this guy super high, like – and, you know, he was part of that deal with uh, Tulowitzki. Yeah, I don't think I want to play him, but uh, definitely a guy to watch when he's pitching on the oh, road. Oh, every time he goes on the road. You you know, like what we did with John Gray all the time and Tyler Chatwood, like any time this guy's on the road, he's in play for me. Where is Gray? He got hurt. He's, he's, on, his, he's on his way back. Man, it's kind of funny. You just kind of think in like such short term, you kind of just forget about guys. This staff is really Gray. good. The Rocky staff is really good. If they didn't have to play in course field, they would be really good. Um, on the flip side, you know, we got a Walker. I got, I got a question for you. So if they, right. built, if they built a dome, would it still have the same effects because the altitude? That is a Kevin Roth question, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> that, is not a, that is not a Stevie question. Um, I, I actually have no idea. I, I, I would imagine so because the air is probably still thinner, but – I don't know. I don't. I don't know because, like Tampa and Miami, like extremely hot, and it never like the dome like keeps it where it's not ninety nine degrees out. You know, <sighs> Walker, uh, three twenty four Wobo against lefties, thirty three percent hard contact against lefties. Um, a little bit better against righties as far as Wobo goes, two eighty three, but his hard contact rate is higher. His soft contact rate against righties is only seventeen percent. 
I think the Rockies stack is in play today. Didn't like him yesterday against Grinky. I think you can go back to him here. Uh, it was good to see Cargo use that BVP and get a home run yesterday. Um, yeah, I, I think the Rockies are in play here. Yeah, they're in play. They're going to be highly owned. I think I like the Yankees a little bit more, maybe the Twins. Um, but, yeah, they're definitely in play. I mean, it's Coors Field. It is Coors Field. And Walker likes to give up home runs, so it's always good, too. Um, what are we doing with Arizona here? I, I kind of want to fade him. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'll probably use them more as one-offs than a stack. I mean, I like Peralta, Goldschmidt, Lamb. Hey, he's one-off. 5,900 for Goldschmidt, 5,600 for Lamb, you know, 5,000 for Peralta. It's just like just yeah. better options. Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. Like, it's an 11-game slate. Like, you know, you could, you know, potentially take a pitcher that could get rocked and play Goldschmidt and those guys, or you can go down, you know, we talked about Matt Carpenter. He's 4,500. Morales is 44. Like, getting nice discounts. Um Man. You know, Chris Herman's expensive. Yeah, like there, there's some value plays too. It's just all these guys are priced up because it's Coors Field. I'm glad they do this. Like the people that stack Coors are, you know, you're not going to get a Barreros Shark team, for instance, or a Carrasco Shark team, whatever you want to attack it. You're just, you're not going to get that team. Yeah, I like it too. There's nothing worse than, you know, when it's just so many obvious plays that, you know, everything becomes chalk. So, yeah, I like it. Um, and I think that's a good point. I don't think uh, you can really stack this team at these prices. Yeah, and it's just not like we don't have two like mid-range options that I feel like can get you 40, 45 points combined that, you know, if the stack goes off, you win. So, I don't know. I think my approach is going to be fading it. Um, obviously, it's course field and anything can happen. There's a 12 total. It's the highest total on the slate. So, this is kind of my approach. So we move on. Houston at Oakland. Michael Fires against Sean Manaya. Nine total here. Fires, reverse splits guy, really struggles against righties. Um, any interest here in Fires against Oakland? Maybe a little. I wish he was a little bit cheaper. Uh, but we know the A's aren't great against righties, and they strike out at a pretty high rate. Uh, he's got to watch out for, you know, Pinder and Davis and, you know, those guys. But I think he's fine. Chris Davis? Yes. Yeah, that's what I thought you meant, yeah. No, I said um, Dave. I just said Davis, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I I pulled up the stats, and I looked. Davis was the first name. Like, Alonzo and Davis were the first two guys that kind of stand out against right-handed pitching. So, I, Chad Pender. I know. <laughs> like, this guy flies under the radar. Like, Oakland does strike out a bunch, but, like, fires – too like 21% strikeout rate against righties, which is right around average, and then 18.5% against lefties. Doesn't give up a bunch of hard contact to lefties, and Corey Seager is just on fire tonight. I'm so sorry that I said I think he's hurt. He just he listened to the podcast yesterday and he just shut me up really quick. Yeah, two home runs, a double. Yeah, he just it's in play runs here with men on first and second. So oh, even more. Yeah, he's just oh, not stopping. Another one. He hit Homer. another one. Oh, my gosh. He just put his middle finger up to me is what he did. Um, oh, I'm pretty mad. I had a Dodgers stack. I um, have a Dodgers stack, but – I have Seager, but I had the whole thing. Nah. Nah. Seager is 3% owned on FanDuel at 72 points. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Like, he's, I, he's no scooter, but he's still got time. I built a Dodgers stack with Grindall, Bellinger, Seager, and I'm still not going to – do anything with this tournament min cash oh yeah i'm definitely gonna min cash i'll triple we'll take my money. it take it i will take it i'll take it right to the bank um what's your thoughts here on Manaya? we look at a houston team that doesn't strike out a bunch we're not playing him here right i don't target pitchers against the astros regardless of the park regardless of who it is i don't do it kind of i'm kind of on this bandwagon the only thing that I will say, this is the only thing I'm going to say. I've got nine righties. This is the only thing I'm going to say. In okay. 80 at in 80 at bats against Sean Manaya, they're hitting 138 as a team. Well, that I do like Manaya. 25 in strikeouts in 80 at bats. What's that? It's right under 25 percent. 23 and a half. Um, man, I don't, even, I don't, I don't know. know if. I don't think he's 800 cheap. Man, like, 
It could be another uh, Sunny Gray situation where he just gives up five in the first and then. Yeah, but Sunny Gray sucks. Sean Manaya is talent. <laughs> He's been good. But yeah, I agree with you. I like Manaya a lot better. Yeah. Um, the, I, I don't see anything in this game outside of Chris Davis one off. Like, I, I trust BVP and like, man, they've struggled a lot against Manaya. I'm going to have to dig into the batted ball profile here later. Yeah, I kind of agree. I don't think I'm going to be using Manaya or the Astros offense. Um, and then Chris Davis and Pinder. Pinder's only 3K still, so I like him. Yeah, those two. Yeah, I'm just, I'm kind of, now I'm kind of curious why he's owned them so much. Throws fastball, changeup, slider, fastball at 91, 92 miles an hour. Springer crushes the fastball, crushes the changeup. Oh, no, he's actually – he doesn't hit the changeup really well. And he doesn't hit the slider really well. I don't know. I'm going to have to dig into this. Like, this could be the sneaky play today. I'm going to have to dig into it more. He's cheap. Detroit at Seattle, Justin Verlander, James Paxton, eight and a half total here. Uh, two big names here facing off against each other. Yeah, Verlander has a lot of name value, but that's uh, about it this season. Struggle, man. We look at the numbers this season, and, you know, uh, the numbers against lefties, 323 Woba, 36% hard contact, strikeout rate 22.5% um, against righties. Um, 325 Woba, 41.1%, only a 16% uh, soft contact against righties. We dig into it a little bit more. It's his lowest swinging strike rate, I think, in like the last three or four seasons. It's just, I don't know. I'm kind of kind of wondering if something's going on there um, yeah. with Furlander. Kate Upton, must be, must be Kate Upton. Listen to me, dude. I'm going to tell you right now. If that was my girlfriend, you wouldn't have to worry about me pitching, bro. He could retire, just live off her uh, modeling gigs. Yeah, um, he could retire and live off of the millions and millions <laughs> of dollars he's made. That's his, he, he signed, a, I think it was 2012 or 2013, I think it was like a 175 or $180 million contract. I think he's good. Oh, yeah, he's fine, but uh, he might have distractions off the field, maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm getting I, so I, many no, tweets I, right now about Corey Seeker. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, guys, I'll take the L. I'll, I'll take the L. I was wrong. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, I just like I, I said, like his exit velocities and stuff were down right now, and like you know, he looked like something was bothering him, and he hits three home runs. So I'm, I'm taking the L. Like uh, just I was wrong. <laughs> what else uh, do you say? I'm wrong. Yeah. So in all seriousness, not playing Verlander here, just bad form. Uh, and Paxton. Really looked really bad in the last couple of starts. What do you think of him? I don't play left-handed pitching against Detroit. Yeah, I don't either. I love Paxton though. I was playing him every start earlier in the year before he got hurt. Just, just got to think maybe something's not right. Um, now he's gonna go out and hit three home runs. Um, <laughs> Paxton. <laughs> <laughs> like at the end of the day, it's just Detroit's a team that can roll out nine righties. So it's just. You know, Paxton against righties this season, 27.9% strikeout rate. The Woba's under 300. Like, his numbers are super solid against righties. It's just, you know, J.D. Martinez, Miguel Cabrera, James McCann, Nicholas Castellanos, Upton, Kinsler. Like, all these guys hit left-handed pitching really well. Yeah, and we just haven't seen him pitch well since he came back from injury. So, even more reason not to play him. Um... Yeah, um, I don't see bats in this game either. Like, I don't mind the Mariners' side. Yeah, I think uh, you know we've seen Verlander get you know shelled a couple times. So, very sneaky under the radar stack if you want to look at the one through five there. But you know, in terms of one-offs and cash game options, I just don't see a lot here. We got two, you know, pretty good pitchers facing two good offenses, which is just makes it really tough. Kyle Seeger has hit Verlander really well throughout his career, for what it's worth. Um, seven for 17, three doubles, two home runs, only one strikeout and 17 at-bats. So he's definitely seen the ball well against Verlander. I like that, especially since you know Verlander's usually a reverse splits guy. Yeah, and Seeger is still under 4K. Um, so how, how has Cruz hit him? Um, let's see. Nelson Cruz, eight for 34, three doubles and a home run, bunch of strikeouts. Not great. 
And Verlander actually has pretty decent PvP here. That was good, Verlander, though. <laughs> that it was. That it was. We move on. Last game of the night, New York Mets, LA Dodgers, Tyler Pill against Rich Hill. Play Corey Seager. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, Tyler Pill, what is his second start this season? It yeah, is. Maybe his third. Oh, I, yeah. I had Rich Hill starting, so. No, Tyler Pills on the Mets. Oh, yeah, it's a third. Okay. Yeah, it's Second a third start. A couple bullpens. Um, so very small sample size on Tyler Pill here. Um, with the Mets in AAA this season, his strikeout, swinging strike rate was only 8% in the AAA. His uh, K per nine was 4.42. Home run per nine was really low. Uh, looks like he is a – Neutral ground ball, fly ball guy, not going to strike out a bunch of people. This is probably a bad spot for this guy. Yeah, I need to simplify it, but just don't play right-handed pitchers against the Dodgers. Yep. Um, I, I like that advice. Solid. Um, he's a sinker baller, <laughs> by the way. So Don't play pitchers against Corey Seager when he's going <laughs> to hit three home runs. Yeah. Corey Seager. Good job, buddy. Appreciate you. Um <laughs> Anyway, uh, you make. I mean, I think I made ten lineups today. I had one Dodger stack, and luckily it had Seager. It was just because kind of fit. Um, Rich Hill. I I know people in the industry like this guy, and I liked him. You know, the last couple of years, but I just I I can't play this guy right now. It was an awesome story, awesome comeback story, but you know his command has just been so bad this year. Uh, his last five starts, he's had seven, two, four, three, and two walks. Um, he's finally throwing. You know, he's throwing at least ninety-seven pitches in three straight, which is good to see. Usually, the Dodgers kind of limit their guys' uh, pitch count a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think I can play him. Yeah, we just you know, you look at the numbers. Two thousand sixteen, the guy threw his curveball about. 58% of the time, and this year it's right around 49%. So 9% on his best pitch because the guy can't stop getting blisters. Yeah, and he can't throw strikes early in the count, so he can't go to his curveball. Yeah, a bunch of walks. Um, always a guy potentially with a short hook with Pineda out in the bull or Maeda out in the bullpen now. Like, I, I can't play Rich Hill. Yep. Kind of agree. I think he'll probably be popular a little bit. Yeah, I, I hope so. He's like another Waka case. Like, yeah, I'm gonna make my my money on the Waka and Rich Hills of the worlds, and they're gonna burn me every once in a while. But he'll probably be what minus two hundred. Um. Yeah, it's weird that they don't have a line out for this game yet. Um. Yeah, especially the Dodgers are just pouncing the Mets ten nothing right now. So. Um, as far as the Mets bats go, always like Cespedes and Flores against left-handed pitching. Yeah, same here. Uh, you know, Rich Hill still not doesn't give a lot of hard contact to righties. Just really struggling with the walks, but kind of really quick. I was pulling up to see how they do against curveballs. Um, let's see. We'll have to look at Wilmer Flores for 2016. Still not a lot of sample size. It's very small sample size, 2015, 2016, 2017, but Flores is actually pretty solid against curveballs. Yoannis Cespedes, um, small sample size as well. Cespedes, not a lot of power against curveballs, so maybe it's just a spot not to play these guys and just hope he walks everybody. Yeah, we've talked about – I think there's three or four games with at least uh, over-unders of 10, so – a lot of good spots to target. The Dodgers, though, um, yes. Bellinger is the goat. This guy is just not getting out. <laughs> no, he's awesome. Twenty-two home runs in fifty-something games. I think Ten it's home runs in the last ten games. MLB record. So, yeah, he's awesome. Play him. He's getting expensive, but you can still play him. Uh, I like everybody here. Uh, one through six, maybe one through seven with Jock. Um, Jock hit eighth tonight. I was shocked. Yeah, and Ellie didn't play. I expect Ellie to be back in the lineup. Yeah. They they just have so many good hitters in there. They can just give guys days off and Grindall's still cheap. Like the Dodgers are definitely in play here. Um late hammer stack. It's 
especially on that late slate, Houston, Oakland, um, Detroit, Seattle, Mets, Dodgers. Like, the Dodgers are by far my favorite team on that late slate. Sure. That's it, man. We're done. Look at that. Done. Done. Um, let's play some Homer and Derby, and then you can give us your favorite golf pick for the week. Let's do it. All right. You can bat leadoff. We have course, so no course field, as always. Um, everything else is open. I'll take Chris Davis with a K. I like that one. It's a very siege-like pick. Honor, uh, honor uh, the siege because he's on vacation. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, let's see here. I kind of talked about this guy earlier. I think he's interesting home run play in this spot. Joey Gallo. Ton of third basemen that I like on this slate, so he's definitely going to go overlooked here. Um, I think he has some solid home run upside. And then, God, how do you not like? I hate taking chalk in this game, but Aaron Judge is hitting a home run. Love the Yanks. Uh, I'm going to go with your boy Corey Seager. Oh well, you can definitely have him. And he then, a ball uh, on um, Tuesday night. Uh, tough choice between Dozier and Sano. I like them both, but I'll take Dozier. All right. If you took uh, Sano, I was going to veto it, by the way. <laughs> you well, were I wanted Dozier anyway. Well, I'm going to take Sano then. <laughs> I'll veto it. <laughs> That's good. That's like a guaranteed home run this year. Like Vetoes have been at a high rate, high rate. Let's see here. I want somebody kind of off their board. Oh, how about E5? I'll take Edwin. I really like this spot for him. All right. Um, before we get out of here, um, if you guys haven't checked out our sponsor, playdraft.com, make sure you guys check them out. Uh, use that promo code grinders. That way you guys get that 100% deposit bonus up to 600 bucks. Derek, favorite golf pick to win this weekend? All right. So at the top, I like Spieth, but nobody likes uh, chalk favorites. So I'm going to go Kyle Stanley. Kyle Stanley? Yep. I was reading something earlier. I don't remember where I was reading it. Um, I think it was one of the Roto-Grinders articles about uh, Old Man Furyk being really solid here. So he shot a 58 here last year. That's good. On 18 holes. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, but he's been so bad. He played well at the U.S. Open, but he missed uh, four or five cuts before that. He's just not a birdie maker. So I think uh, I'm going to pass on him. He's a little expensive. There you go. Look at that. All right. Talk me off them already. Um, <laughs> all right. We're going to get out of here. Thanks, everyone, for listening, and uh, we'll see you guys again tomorrow. What's up, Grinders? JM to win here. I wanted to let you know that we have added video courses to Roto Academy, which means that now you can get premium instruction on roster construction, game selection, site-by-site -site play from some of the top DFS minds in the industry in a video form. This is evergreen content that's going to help you build better lineups in the short term and the long term. So be sure to check it out. We have videos with Notorious, Bobby Pye, Genie for 07, and we're going to be adding more over time. So I hope to see you there, and I'll see you at the top of the leaderboard soon. Leaderboard. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right too with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4 Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619 US only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.